Wow January season six promo star of the pod thing. Go Dave. Hello and welcome to HTWOW High Tea with Old Waver featuring myself, Dave Lane, and my best friend and co-host Toby Pipes. We are with you every month to play hot jams and party with you. And we have a set of four really cool jams that uh, we think you'll like. And um, other than that, I just wanted to tell you that we have a certain set of listeners that we consider our best friends, and those are HTWL patrons. And if you'd like to be a patron, if you'd like to get some HTWL merch, if you'd like to be in the secret club that gets an exclusive After Hours podcast, then go to HTWL on Patreon or go to oldwaver.com and click on the premium link. And for as little as $5 a month, you can join our very exclusive click. It's, it's exclusive, but it's inclusive. Does that make sense? You're like anyone can join, but only the coolest people want to join. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. So if you think that uh, we're your kind of people, and you would like to spend more time with us and you have some spare change in your pocket, then uh, please support this pod. You know, uh, Patreon dollars paid for Toby's plane ticket to come up here and do the pod at my house. That's why we're in person. Things come together when people support this pod. So please be an HGL patron, won't you? God bless. Now the pod. It's, you're not, you don't have balding, Dave. If I, if I hit my, uh, my soda goal weight, then I'll start vlogging. <laughs> hey guys, just mm. wanted to play you a jam. This is my favorite jam of the day. And I hope you, you guys like it. Smash yeah. that like button down there. Smash and, uh, that button. Punch that like button. Send this to all your friends and tell them that, uh, Gen X Davey, old waiver has the best tunes for you every day. Man. Every day. My jeans are falling off me.
Once again, better late than never. H2, I was back in 2023 with our January-ish episode. Episode number 66 of High Tea with Old Waver. Because H2O is an acronym for High Tea with Old Waver. He's the High Tea part. He's Toby Pipes. Hello, Dave. At Toby Pipes on Twitter. He of Deep Blue Something fame. And many other collabs and bands. So many other things. And I'm the old waiver part. At Old Waver on Twitter. I'm Dave from now the Hardline. I used to be a nobody before that, but now you can find me on the ticket in the afternoon. So that's cool. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun. And that, of course, was hi. Not hello, but hi. Mm-hmm. As in high tea with old waiver. That was hi from the Cure Wish, which is our album of the month. <laughs> It is the H2R album of the month from our vinyl sponsors, PositiveSpin.com, positive with a Z. And this is one that uh, you should definitely want to try and win because it is the 30th edition pressing, the anniversary reissue of The Cure Wish. Can you believe, can you believe that it's 30 years old now? It's hard to believe, but I believe it. And when I saw the thing, I saw a thing the other day that the 70s was 50 years ago. And 50 years before that, of course, was 1920. <laughs> kind of uh, kind of messes with you a little bit, Dave. Right. So in the 70s, when they were doing podcasts about Al Jolson. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that what you went for with the 20s? I don't know. Al Jolson. I don't know it was in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you would like to win a brand new 30th edition pressing of The Cure Wish, then just go to positivespin.com, positive with a Z, and there's a banner at the top that says HTWOW Album of the Month, and if it has been successfully updated... You will see a picture of the Cure Wish on there. Mm-hmm. And then you can just give them an email address and they will send you an email if you have won. That's amazing. And you is probably have a, pretty good odds. Is that a double record? There's a lot of songs on that. Yeah. You know what? I, I did not order it from our friends. I pre-ordered it from the Cure website okay. way, way back in like October or November. And it came right after Christmas. And I forgot about it. And then just the other night, I broke it open and played it. So, yeah, it's a four-sided yeah. you know, double album thing. It's a lot of tunes. And um, I realized that I had not, I don't think I ever listened to it front to cover. It's so good. Because at that time, what it's so 30 years ago, that's 93, right? Mm-hmm. And... I guess 93, I, by then I was probably maybe kind of like grunge Dave a little bit. Okay. And maybe like a college indie Dave. And I think yeah. I kind of distanced a little bit. I know I have the reputation of being like gay 80s man. Right. 
But in the 90s, I, I think I kind of had moved on and I was trying to stay current and I didn't really go back and listen to older stuff. And I, I didn't really like the Friday I'm in Love single. And so mm -hmm. I don't think I ever went back and listened to the whole record. But it's an amazing record. It's amazing. That was their uh, Texas Stadium show. Yeah. With uh, Curve. So good. Golly, what jersey massive. did what jersey did Robert wear? An Emmett jersey? Yeah, I think it was Emmett, so it would say Smith on the back. <laughs> <That's> so great. <laughs> it was so awesome. Oh man. God, it was it, you know, it's wild seeing one of your favorite bands at a place like you're like, how did the cure play Texas Stadium? Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I wish I, you know, I have a lot of regrets in my life. <laughs> but I was I was very headstrong, very opinionated in my earlier days. I, at, at this point in my life, I don't care about nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't and, care about nothing. And uh, you can do what you want and it doesn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I just was really opinionated on everything and thought I was right about everything. And I wish that I had seen the Wish tour. I wish I had listened to Wish and I wish I had gone to that Texas Stadium show. I think I would have had a lot more fun back in the day if I had not been so hard-headed. Yeah, that is definitely one of their best uh, concert DVD when you'd get the DVD back then. Right. We watched it over and over and over on the did bus. They, did they record Texas Stadium or what, did they record another city on that tour for the DVD? I don't know where it was. I think it was one of those, you know, where they did a double night somewhere, like in Cleveland or something. Oh, is that the one that's in Detroit? Maybe it's Detroit, yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they did like two nights and then stitched together the best show yeah, from those the best two shows. Of, and it's so good. We stole a lot of light things from that Cure DVD. Oh, that's awesome. DVD. I really recommend the DVD. Yes, so... uh Go find the DVD for your DVD player <laughs> and then go to positivespin.com and enter to win a vinyl copy. And um, by the way, if this is your first time joining us or if it's been a while, just a reminder that this is a song swap and a beer swap usually. Uh, so I bring two songs, Toby brings two songs um, and we usually drink beers provided by our beer sponsor, which is a good friend package at 1155 PV Avenue in Old East Dallas, Casa Linda. But um, as I am on a uh, very restrictive weight loss program right now, uh -huh. I have signed up to do soda with uh, as a, you know, a sponsorship deal on the ticket. And so I'm uh, like in my third week. And so you can have limited amounts of straight alcohol mm -hmm. but you can't have mixed drinks you know you can't have uh, sugary mixers or whatever mm -hmm. and you definitely can't have beer so uh we're just gonna we're gonna do a we're shot. gonna shoot some tequila Man. just to get this thing lubed up properly i got a little head start today so i think this side of the room will be fine <laughs> we'll be yeah. we'll be a normal Day. Yeah, yeah, you made me pick you up so you didn't have to worry about driving. Yeah, it's uh We we are we are presenting this to you live and in person together at uh Casa de Dave mm. and Marissa. It has to sound so much better to everyone. 
Yeah, it's definitely better for me already because I can hear the, back the, the background music. <laughs> when we do it via uh, the uh, remote technology, mm -hmm. I can't hear anything. I know. I'm going to really need to send you off. just a stem of this that looped so right. you can just have it. Just as a cozy background. blanket. Yeah. All right. What do we do here? Uh, let's just cheers it. Aren't we supposed to snort like a line of Coke? And Yeah. <laughs> there we go. College. College. It's not like chilled and dressed, but... Mmm, it's very delicious. You know, that's one of my favorite uh, scenes in um, Caddyshack, when he sits down to the roads. Um, and he acts like he's about to do a tequila shot and pours the Coke all over his hand, <laughs> snorts it, throws the drink over his shoulder and starts playing the piano. God. How could that human who have Chevy Chase was just so funny and then and then he lost it and then he I don't, he feels it feels mean now. Yeah. Well, I guess he stopped being funny probably about the time he stopped doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. He was kind of funny on he was funny on the community show. Yeah, I guess so. But everybody on the show hated him. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever. I don't the, know. By, speaking of Caddyshack, did you see? Um, Ooh, that shot got me a little warm in the chest. Mm -hmm. Did you see uh, there was a commercial during one of the football ball games mm -hmm. with uh, Tony Romo as Bill Murray's character? You know, remember when he's mm -hmm. lining up and teeing off and hitting all of the flowers in the flower bed? Yeah, just crushing a bunch of bulbs. Yeah, and so it's... I, it's, I didn't see that commercial, though. Did he do it well? I mean... It just, it sounds like Tony Romo with a speech impediment. I mean, his lips kind of do that move anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony tries. He really tries hard. He's doing great, Dave. He's doing great. Anyways, all right. So, we've established our sponsors. We've established our location. We've established who we are. We took a shot. And we took a shot. And now we're ready to play some jams for you. As I said, we play four jams. And Damn. we were criticized... Uh, many, many months ago for taking way too long to get to the point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> many times it would be like 25, 30 minutes before <laughs> we would play the first song. Yeah. And so uh, we, we try to be a, a little more punctual. And so, uh, and as we have usually done as of late, we're playing new stuff. Um, we have done some retrospective episodes as as a matter of fact last month december we looked back on uh the specials because of the passing of terry hall mm -hmm. um but this time we're playing all new stuff all new jam all new jams um but this one might be familiar we haven't played this band on the pod before but uh they've been around for forever they are a liverpool electronic band Ladytron. Oh, okay. Did you know that they have a new record? I did not. Yeah, so they just put out a new record called Time's Arrow. Um, and it is their first new record since, gosh, like seven years or something? Since Damn. like 2015? I don't even know. I don't even know. Let me look at the discography. 
Do, do, do. Crap, it's like 12 years, because I, I think this one was... Did we play Lady Tron? We played Lady Tron before, right? I don't think so. I looked, and maybe we played it on the After Dark. Oh, okay. okay, so they did put something out in 2019, but before that, it was 2011. So Gravity of the Seducer came out in 2011. Self-titled 2019, now Time Zero in 2023. But they've been around since 2001. And... Uh, it's a um, it's a four piece, um, two chicks, two dudes, two chicks, two and uh, the new record is pretty good. I I've never been a huge fan of theirs. It's weird because my uh, daughter is aware of them because they have some song um, off of one of their uh, first records. Is it like um, a TikTok thing or something? Yeah, it's like mm. a TikTok thing. So. Um, I guess off their second record, Light and Magic, from 2002, there was a song called 17, and that was uh, like a TikTok thing last year. So my daughter's aware of them. Um, what was the bit? Do you know? No idea. You put up pictures when you were 17 or something? No idea. Okay. Um, but the new, uh, new album's pretty good. Like I said, I've never been a huge fan of theirs, but they have a, a cool, distinctive sound because they have the two female singers mm -hmm. that kind of interplay with one another. And so I'm going to play track one off the new record of Time's Arrow. It's called City of Angels. Are you ready? The first song on our new album. Check this one. <laughs>
so it's not like it's not a cover of the Chili Peppers song. <laughs> no, it is not. As much as you wish it was. <laughs> you know, I was having a discussion today over dinner, Dave, about how much I hate the Chili Peppers. Do you hate them as much as I do, or is that no, just a, oh, no. I don't. I don't hate them as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, what? As we said at, at the top, early '90s Dave had some questionable choices, <laughs> and so I was extremely into Mother's Milk and Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but after that, I lost complete interest in mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I now think they're terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, because they were even, it was even supposed to be so cool to like them at the end of the 80s, early 90s, when they did the, you know, the Stevie Wonder song. Um, uh, Higher Ground? Yeah. Remember that was, the, wasn't that their big breakout thing? Mm-hmm. Just... I don't mind all the people in the band. I just don't like the singer. I don't like the lead singer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they have no talent. I'm saying that, yes, uh, Anthony Kiedis is annoying as hell. He's just about as much of a beating as it can get. Like a shukaboko, like a bingo. <laughs> well, how did you feel about the Ladytron since that was not a cover? I liked it way better than the other song. Um, no, I like them. So they, that's funny. So they're, you said they're from Liverpool? Yes. They wrote a little song about LA, huh? I guess. That's cool. Um, they're named after the uh, Roxy music song, Lady Tron. I never put that together. I wonder what they're, you never seen them, right? No, never seen them. I wonder what their deal is. I don't know. I like them, though. They jam. I bet they would be a real fun live show. Because as far as electronic music goes, like, they never kick it down. Like, they never have the big release, or they never Mm -hmm. have a a super high BPM banger. Right. It's all very moody. um, And, you know, it just has cool parts, but sometimes it doesn't always land. Right. I want to say, and maybe you'll remember this, but I want to say our buddy Aaron Clausen's band, Hourly Radio or the Blessed Isles. Opened for them at some point? Yeah, played with Ladytron. That's entirely plausible, possible, and plausible. Or Echo Lady. Like uh, in, um, in Dallas? Yeah, but I think maybe some other town, like Houston and I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of another group. It does not matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> it's kind of cool because if you raise your voice in this room, we have a little reverb in here, don't we? Yeah. Woo! Ow! It's pretty cool, right? Sorry, honey. Um, okay, so uh, I, I feel real dumb. I mean, this scene, what we have going on, I know you're about to get to something, but we have like fireplace going. Yes. It's cold outside. We got a little date that doesn't matter. We got the AFC championship game on. It's a weird. This is the most posh pod. That's our next pod. It's posh pod. Yes. 
Yeah, because usually if we do it here, we do it in the HTWOW studio, which is the bunker. A, AKA my office. Mm -hmm. And it's a tiny room where we are on top of each other. And I figured, because when I left to go pick you up, Marissa had already retired to the boudoir. Yeah, we are stretched out. And so I was like, man, I, you know what? I want to set up in the living room. I want to put the, the game on the big TV. Mm -hmm. And I want us to uh, be posh. Yeah, and, we're doing stuff. And uh, do the pod by the fire. <laughs> we're so stupid. Uh, well, why are you dumb? What did you say? Okay, so um, I've, for whatever reason, I thought it was ludicrous that Ladytron would have ever been to Dallas. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're a synth pop band from Liverpool, for God's sakes. Yeah. They have been to Dallas four times. Oh, wow. Or DFW. DFW. So the first time was in uh, 06 at the old Gypsy Tea Room. That's where I think they played with them. Okay. And then they came back again like two months later in 06. I guess they were just partying around America and they played Haley's in Denton. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then in 2008, they played the Palladium. And then, you know, now Southside Ballroom. And then in 2009, they played Granada. And I saw none of those. Okay. Yeah, I think the Gypsy Tea Room is the one I'm talking about. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Because that's what I had pictured in my brain part. If I remember, if if my fried brain can remember, next time I see Aaron, I'll ask him about yeah, that. Yeah, ask him. I could be totally crazy. But that All makes right. sense. I could see them playing with them. Okay. Well, that's Ladytron for you. All right. Now, uh, do you do you have any um, fun anecdotes, or do you want to run right into your jam? Well, let me ask one more Ladytron question. Sure. So you said that they put out something in 2019 or something? Yeah. Was that just like a single, or is this like their first album in forever? No, that was a full-on album. It was self-titled, <sighs> okay. but I forgot about it. Okay, so this isn't like the first time they've done something in Yeah, for some years reason, ago. I thought I had saw something that they hadn't uh, done anything in a while, but mm -hmm. I was wrong about that, as I am often mm -hmm. wrong. Well, the one that I'm going to play next, they haven't done anything in a long time, but yeah, cause, we can get into that in a minute. Because the dude died. Yeah. Not to bring the room down or anything, because we're partying posh style. Hey, it happens. We, we have food and margs being delivered. I know. What's up? I mean, Man. Could, it, could it get any more clutch in this joint? It's COVID. Well, God. I don't want to say it because of the thing I was about to say was COVID worth it so we can get liquor delivered now, but the too, next, ma too many people died for it the to next be thing I'm playing quote unquote a, worth it. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's, let's, let's retract. Yeah. I, I retract mean, everything. I, I mean, just leave said. it in and then retract it. So you, mm -hmm. you look like you have reconsidered your position mm -hmm. But we can also talk about what a great development liquor delivery was. So great. Because we couldn't do that, right? COVID no. did this for us. Yes. At least in Texas. I don't know how it is elsewhere in the United States or the world. Well, I'm almost but in, positive. But in our little slice of heaven, <laughs> uh -huh. we uh, before COVID, we could not... Not only could we not get liquor delivered... We couldn't get liquor to go. 
from like a restaurant. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. you couldn't order food and then say, yeah, and I want a, a couple of margaritas to go. Yeah, it. Today, when I left um, one of our local pizza establishments, I don't understand how do you, how do you get how do they get away with it because they just put put it in a plastic bag. Like it's just a cup with a lid on it. Right. But then, then it has like a sticker on it and then it's tied sealed and then whatever. it's tied up in a plastic bag. Like you bought a goldfish. Right. Yeah, so it is I guess according to the TABC Texas they said pack it like a alcohol goldfish and Bureau of Consumption Brew Conservatory uh, yeah, according to the TABC, if it's wrapped up like a goldfish, that makes it too hard for you to drink in the car. Yeah, yeah. That you'll you'll definitely wait until you get home to unpack all the packaging. How could you possibly unwrap it? No, you couldn't. Because you need tools from the house. Yeah, you need scissors or an X-Acto knife or something yeah, to crack a, into all that packaging. A random pet squirrel. Right, just hold it, hold it by the tail, just and let it go to town. On it. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that the liquor delivery. Yes, I know that we ordered, but in the '90s, liquor to the hotel room in New York. Like I'm almost positive we did that. Okay, so not from like del- you call not from room service. Right. So you called like a liquor store that had delivery. And they would bring a box of yeah stuff. Yeah. But that's like a real city. Yeah. I think they sold weed like that too. In the 90s? Yeah. Huh. Oh, it was illegal. Oh, okay. But sometimes the alcohol dude had weed. <laughs> he also had weed? Yeah. Like he would deliver the box and say, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. if you'd like something extra... Yeah, he would do his jacket like they uh-huh. always do in the sitcom. Watches on one yeah, side, hey. weed on the other. Hey. Anything look attractive to you guys? No, I'm out of here. Any of you guys cops? Take a look. Because <laughs> if you are, you got to answer me. You anyway, got to tell me. And you guys, Otherwise, it's entrapment. Any of you guys want a crescent wrench? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway. Our accents are amazing. Dude. How do we not have an XM station by now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes genius goes unrecognized until it's too late. It's all going to pay off someday, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) How's this going to go, Jim? Do they get the Super Bowl this year? Who 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 gets it? Who, uh, who's like the guy? Fox. So um, third leg, Greg. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. What Ooh, you, look ooh. out there! Uh, you gotta hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, he's like when <laughs> when when what's his name when he hurts his leg on Family Guy. Right. Peter? Oh, yeah. Man. Funny's funny, man. You betcha. If you don't if you don't think that's funny, you don't know what funny is. Okay. Okay. It Do is I... now time for 
Jam number one from Mr. Toby Pipes. Jam. Um, well, I had a hard time with the jams. There wasn't a lot of good that came out in the last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, you have the end of the year and the beginning of the year, which is a dead time for music releases for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the holidays are big for movies, but then once the first of the year hits, nobody wants to put anything out because nobody's going out. I guess so. It's like dry January and everyone's like, I don't want them to party to my song when they're not paying. I know. Everything sucks. And everything sucks. Except um, for this. Except for this. I, we've played Ivy before, I think. If not, we have in the After Dark, or I've mentioned it. Or I've come across it and meant to <laughs> do it. Or you've thought it. Yes. Here, let me let me uh, just do some quick verification. Okay. I don't know why I would have played something because it. They haven't put anything out in a long time. Not on Regpod. Okay. I'm glad that you have this. Ca- you can just check it out. Yeah, I can verify what we've ever done. Let's see about the after dark. By the way, the After Dark is the drunken after party of this podcast that you can access by going to oldwaver.com and clicking on premium or go to patreon.com and search HTWOW. Yeah, and if you like the sound of chimes that were in the opening song for the record we're giving away. Yeah, we've never played it. Never, we, never we, played Ivy. Oh, okay. Um, sweet. So we're kind of, so forget everything I said. Let's play something new and cool. I thought for sure I've played them. but um, And I always thought it was one person. I didn't realize it was the Adam Schlesinger uh, other guy and Dominique from France. I didn't yes. know it was a band. Is what right. I'm yeah, and they've been around forever. So it says that... Um, so it's a three-piece. So Andy Chase, Adam Schlesinger, mm-hmm. and Dominique Durand... And so in 1991, Andy Chase placed an ad in, uh, Always. I guess... Village Voice. Uh, yeah, I guess it was in New York. It doesn't say. I, I've read it. It's Village Voice. I, okay. saw, I saw it on some other thing. All right. So that's how he and Adam met. And then in 94, they met Dominique. Well, it's funny. They, who's from Paris. I think Adam uh, sent a thing back to him, but they didn't meet up or start doing anything till like two years after that it was just kind of like oh we like the same bands and then <laughs> later on they finally got together and started doing stuff yeah but he was in he's fountains of wayne yeah so adam is later on did fountains of wayne but ivy was always his go-to side project so mm-hmm. um they their first record was in 95 called realistic apartment life is the one that has uh, Dominique on the cover with a like a makeup compact over her face, like she's doing mm-hmm. her lips or something. Sure. Or her her uh, rouge. She party. And so that's the one that was kind of on the radar for some people. Yeah. I remember that album cover. I don't know if I remember any songs from that record. Mm-hmm. Um, they- you know our guy uh, Jr. Our buddy. Mm-hmm. He uh, during the Greater Good days, I think even before it was Greater Good, he wrote songs with the Adam Schlesinger guy. Okay, well that's pretty awesome. Isn't that cool? 
because uh, I think that's when the Fountains of Wayne dudes were doing a lot. What was the Tom Hanks movie that it was like supposed to be about the, not the Beatles, um, but, you know uh, that thing you do? Yeah, I think that was a lot of Fountains of Wayne stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he was nominated for an Oscar, or won an Oscar for that the title track for that thing. Yeah, so that is him, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's producer guy. He did like we looked up. He did the uh, to tie it all back into HT Wow. He did the first Tahiti 80 record. That's right. Isn't that cool? That's so right. And um, she's French. So everything's really coming together. Yeah. For us, if we throw an Australian person in here, it really changes everything. What are you looking up? I think maybe it was the other guy from Fountains of Wayne that did that thing you do. Oh, is that him? Okay, well, I could be wrong then about the greater good thing too but i swear it's that name sussinger adam sussinger because he wasn't the singer of fountains of wayne right i don't know you know i he died in poughkeepsie which is where i grew up Mm. how wild is that well it's another thing he we haven't mentioned that he passed away yes he died in uh april of 2020 very early on in covid from covid from covid that's why it was slightly insensitive that you were that you were saying, saying something that, about that, liquor and COVID. That the best thing that, that happened because of all the deaths like Adam Schlesinger's was to I go out. I think alcohol. I said that. I think I remember you saying COVID was worth it because of the margarita thing. I don't remember. I, I, don't I, I mean, I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. There's no way we'll ever know who no, said there's what. There's no proof. At all. Mm-mm. It's, it's life. It's hard. It is hard. So the band uh, from that thing you do is called The Wonders. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Yeah, it was written by Adam Schlesinger. Oh. Schlesinger. So, we, yeah, we're right. Yeah, it just doesn't say it in his bio, which is weird, or I just missed it. So, anyway, going back to Ivy. Let's go back to how right we were, and now we're talking about Ivy again. Yes. So, we're right about everything because we're really smart about music. Um, so, as I said, apartment life was kind of what put them on the radar somewhat in 97 mm-hmm. and then they had four more records after that long distance in 2000 guest room in 2002 in the clear in 2005 and all hours in 2011 and then after that they broke up and they didn't really do anything again after that and as we mentioned in 2020 adam died and so but you just found that they put out a brand new single yeah so i'm guessing they're they're um and I didn't read if they got another person in the band or if it's just her and um, the Adam. Is it Adam? No, uh, Alan Chase. Adam Chase? David Chase. Christopher Chase. <laughs> Keep going. God, what's his name? Carl Chase. Andy. Andy Chase. Yes. There's a lot of Andys in bands. Uh-huh. All the best bands have an I Andy. Have an Andy in them. Um, yeah, Andy Chase. Uh, I wonder if it's just those two got were like... Hey. Yeah, I mean, it. I can't find anything um, on their wiki or their webpage or anything about it. And it's weird because the um, 
the the single on Spotify has the cover art of that uh, um, yeah the apartment life record thing. yeah and it says on the single first release single since since over a decade or something yeah and I I went back and just made sure that it wasn't like a lost track from apartment life or a redo and it's it what didn't appear on apartment life mm-hmm. so I guess this is just something that they they had written and they just decided to finally record or maybe they got back together i have no idea all i know is as a music detective i've gone far and beyond anything i've ever done before because you got a band back together um yeah like in in spite of the death of a band member like i'm not even sure they know they put this song out right that they may find out once we post this and we tag them in our social posts. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, we did this? Who put this up on on the socials? And yeah, yeah, who put this on Spotify? This wasn't ever supposed to be released. And yeah. then now it's too late. Mm-hmm. And it was... Because the... it's going to be a huge hit after this. Now it will. Get ready. Get your bags packed, Ivy. Yeah, get ready to go on tour, Ivy. You're going to have to find someone to... Fill in Adam's spot because he's very. You play good. bass now. He's pretty good at music. Oh, was he the bass player? Yeah. Yeah. Hook me up. I think he's probably better than me though. Seems like a very good songwriter. Yes. Gifted. Gone he's, too soon. He seems gifted. 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 Gifted and blessed. So this is called "Sleeping Late." Yeah. By the band Ivy. May or may not be featuring Adam. Schlesinger. Yeah, I wish I knew if it was old. It doesn't know. matter. Who cares? Let's jam it. Everything's down the drain 
doing? That's a jaunty little tune. It's nice, right? It's uh, it's even more of a poppier stereo lab. Yeah, it does have a bit of a stereo lab vibe. Mm-hmm. Aren't they doing stuff again, stereo lab? Are they? Man, they had a death too. Yeah, they did. Man, what's up? Being bands is dangerous. I know. Uh, just living in the world today is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Should I take us like a step back from band life? <clears throat> I mean, or is it like if I made it this if, far? If, yeah, if there's anybody that I know that everything works out for, it's you. Uh, see, every time you say that, something bad happens to me. Really? I jinx it because of my bad vibes. <laughs> So I don't like that. I don't like that move. Did you hear about my hair falling out? No. What's going on? Oh, you didn't hear that. No. What? Is, what's? What are you doing? We had a. Uh, I I did a grape fest on the, uh, the hard line about it, but um, yeah, I had, I I was breaking out, like my eczema was going crazy because I was super stressed out. Because of the diet? No, no, no. This was like eight months ago. Oh, okay. Six months ago. All right. And so I went to dermatologist and uh, got some, uh, you know, some uh, liquid cortisone stuff to put on my scalp because I had just really bad dandruff. You just kind of work it in there? Yeah, kind of work it in there. Gave me some shampoo. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, you know, I, I, changed my sh- I changed my regular shampoo. I changed my pillow. Changed I, your sheets. Uh, I changed... Uh, my hair product that I put in my hair, all this stuff. And so it got better. And so I went back to the dermatologist just to get a checkup. And Do you have, you have a normal dermatologist? Yes. Okay. And so I went back and saw him just to make sure everything's cool because I felt like everything had kind of cleared up. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, it's looking better, but uh, you realize you have a couple of bald spots, right? Where? And uh, so there's one like right here. Okay. Can you see that? Yeah, a little and bit. And then there's one on the other side. They're, they're both about the size of a quarter, a little bit bigger than a quarter. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's uh, alopecia areata where you just... Uh, Is that like the thing around the boob? No, that's areola. Oh. Uh, but alopecia, you know, is where... Uh, you either lose all the hair on your head or you lose all the hair on your to- your entire body. Oh, I have that. You're hairless everywhere? Yeah, but I don't think I have anything. It's just perfection? No. You just have perfection? I'm just going to be 14 forever. Uh-huh. So if that's a disease, then I have it. Okay. But then... I'm not a very hairy person. I think it's person. called progeria when you don't age. God. Or maybe when you age too fast. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, he was like, you have these two bald spots. And he says it's, uh, it's most likely stress related. I, have a, I had this conversation with somebody last week. Yeah. Because I have a cousin that that happened to them at Aveline Christian University. They were there and they were so stressed out. Because they didn't like being there. Mm-hmm. And their hair started falling out. Yeah. And they have full head of hair now. But for a while, their hair was just falling out. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's correctable. Like if, if you take better care of your scalp and you reduce your stress, but you're never going to lose your hair. It's like, yeah, it's well, my hair is thick enough thick that glorious. you can't, you can't tell mm-hmm. there's so much hair around the bald spot and I wear my hair kind of messy anyway. So you can't really tell if you had, you know, the kind of late seventies, early eighties bald spot where it's like, it's not the receding hair. It's the. At very crown of your head? Yeah, like the very top of your head is like bald. Mm-hmm. Would you keep the front of your, would you, do you keep the front of your hair? No. Or you just shave I it? I would just shave it all. What if it's a little spot? I mean, if it's a little spot, I, I would just, I would have to look at it with the, the mirror in the mirror every day. And, and just, comb it? Yeah, and just like make sure it's, it's covered up. But as soon as it got to the point where I felt like wind it's obvious, like a windy day, yeah, then I would just shave it all off because I just uh, nothing. I, to me, I feel like it's kind of sad when a dude is in denial about how much hair he's losing when they have the front all spiked up or, or you know, tossed to the side. They have it, yeah, you know, they have it all thick in the front, but then they have a giant bald spot in the back and they're just pretending it's not there. Yeah. To me though, it's different than like a comb over, you know, where you're, yeah, it's different than that because you have the, it's almost like you look like a professor. You well, know and, if, that and if you're tall enough, then no a lot of people is. won't see it. Yeah. Except there's drones now. Yeah, that's true. All the delivery drones the will drones. see your bald spot. Yeah. I don't know. Do you ever uh do you ever give it get a mirror and check it? Yeah. I've checked mine back there too. Let me see. I think I'm good. Yeah, you're good. I have a skunk though. You know my skunk spot? Okay. See that that the spot that fell out mm-hmm. was a skunk spot first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have it. Mine's in the back of my head right here. Uh-huh. Like a this thing. And when my head shaved, I have my bleached it's a white streak. That's wild. My skunk streak. Getting old is fun. Yeah. No, I've had it forever. It's like a oh, birthmark. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's on my head. Like your mom's pelvis just cut a groove into your scalp? Yeah. Or they gave me a tat and make sure I was their kid. Right. So you didn't get switched out in the nursery? Yeah. Because they knew you were going to be a rock star? There's a lot of that going on in the Harris County Houston Hospital. I see you've, you've officially gone... Like you've cut it back and mm-hmm. you're growing out the shag. I'm doing the shag. You're doing the Britpop shag, but you had to go short mm-hmm. first. This is taking a chance, Dave. It a is taking a chance. A lot of people wouldn't take this chance. You're in the awkward phase before I, it grows out. Yeah, I'm the page boy now. Yeah. I'm the page boy dumb looking where it's short in the front and it, ha- it hasn't grown out all around long yet. But when it's there, watch. Watch out. Watch out because it's cool. <laughs> But it's gonna take a minute, uh-huh. so everyone needs to calm down. Well, yeah, you're. Yeah, I mean, summertime is gonna be tea time. Oh man! By then, and you put a little sun in in it. I'm gonna get be some streaks. So Rod Stewart, I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah. Are you gonna wear the banana hammock? Anytime I would ever. No one. I never get the chance. Now you're gonna go to the the club pool with your Rod Stewart mm. shag and your feeling, speedo. I have a feeling they would. I can't do that. That, that you would be banned? I think that they would tell me to go change. 
Really? Yeah. So where are you going to rock the Speedo? That's what I mean. I'm going to have to go to a, a foreign beach. Right? Yeah. I think any beach you can do it. I think, but any pool... Where there are children. Where there are ch- people. <laughs> yeah, especially children. I don't think that that's right. Yeah, I because understand. Because you need room to run away. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're at a, a giant beach, there's a lot of room that where they could just pick up and move if they don't want to look at you. But if you're just hanging out at a pool, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, and hanging out is exactly... It's not going. To, it's not going to be nice, right? So, people don't need to have talks with their children just because they went to the pool that day, right? Mommy, what was in that man's pants? Yeah, exactly. Ex- exactly. I mean, I think we all would have a few questions. Yeah, but um, I am not afraid of the speedo. You shouldn't be. Did you hear my skinny Marg hit uh-huh. the mic? Uh-huh. You got me a Marg at the place. I did. COVID. Oh, no. We're not celebrating that. Anyway, Ivy, good. Yes. Ivy, good. And um, Toby and a Speedo, also good. Also good. Maybe if they're looking for an album cover because they're using the old one. Mm-hmm. You and a Speedo? Yeah. Me in a Speedo on a hammock. Eating a banana. Yeah, because it has, it works on multiple levels. Because of the hammock and the banana. Yes. It's like everything all at once. Yeah. It's like that movie. Everything all the time. Inception? At, at once. Yes. The one with the Chinese lady. What is that? Just won the Golden Globe. It's probably going to win the Oscar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Is that really what it's called? I think so. Wow. It's hard to get on a marquee. I don't think it's been on a lot of marquees. Mm. It's more of an indie film. Is she the one that told the uh, the dude playing the music she was going to kick his ass? Yes. Okay. But it was a chick playing the music. Oh, the Yeah. It was also a, I didn't mean to assume. It was also an Asian woman who was playing the piano, so it was she better look out. Like Asian on Asian crime. That should have been the bit is those two should have just lit each other up. Right. They should have been on wires like in Crouching Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Like like scooted over everyone's heads instead of trees. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Why didn't they do that? I don't know, man. That's why, the, once again, someone needs to hook us up. We need to be in syndication. Right? We could make everything better. Life would be better. All right, I'm looking up just to verify. Okay, so in May of 2022, we played a song from the Scottish indie band Bell and Sebastian. Yes. So... In 2022, they put out an album called A Bit of Previous, which was their first proper album since 2015. They had done like a movie soundtrack in 2019, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone really heard that. But we were we were thinking that they might have labeled A Bit of Previous because it finally sounded like them again. Right, yeah, because, um, you know, the from like 2010 
uh, through 2022, the stuff they had put out really didn't land. Like mm -hmm. in 2010, they released Write About Love. In 2015, they wrote Girls in Peacetime Want to Dance. And then, like I said, in 2019, they had the movie soundtrack Days of the Bagnold Summer. Never heard of it? <laughs> no. And so a bit of previous was more like Dear Catastrophe Waitress or the Life Pursuit, more of their mid-period good stuff, right? Uh -huh. Maybe not all the way back to If You're Feeling Sinister and The Boy with the Arab Strap, but definitely was, sounded more like Bell and Sebastian. Mm -hmm. And they have, even though they had been off for so long, they are being uh, very they are being very prolific now because they just put out another record. Uh, they just kicked off 2023 with an album called Late Developers. And I read a little bit about it that they had, I guess, um, some songs written before COVID that uh, they were going to um, put together and then I guess they were going to record it in LA with some producer, but then COVID hit and they couldn't do that. And then they kind of put all of that material on hold. Then they did a bit of previous at their rehearsal space oh, in okay. Scotland. Mm -hmm. And then they, I guess, went back and revisited the songs that they were going to do before mm -hmm. and put it out on this new record called... Um, late developers it's all really complicated it is but um it's interesting because as as good and as much of a return to form a bit of previous was uh late developers is even better it even uh sounds more like bell and sebastian if that's uh, even possible and um it, they it, they they seem to me like they're like a english they're like are scottish Yes, Scottish. Scottish version of uh, Arcade Fire, but not as annoying. Yeah, I could see that because they do have multiple singers. They have like 30 people in the yeah, band. Yeah, they, they have kind of a rotating cast of, uh, in the band. I feel like they might bring a tom to the front of the stage. Maybe. Um, I've seen them a few times. and Not a person named they tom. Have, you know, They have a horn section. It's fun. <laughs> it's a very dynamic live show. Um, I feel like we saw them. Were they at Coachella? I don't know. Or did remember. I just see a... Maybe I saw a concert thing. Either way, if we did see them, it wasn't... We didn't remember it. We lot. didn't remember it. Um, but th my point being is that the, the new album is very diverse. It hits all of the different notes. has kind of the acoustic-y numbers with uh, Stuart Murdoch, um, you know, kind of doing his singer-songwriter thing. Mm -hmm. It has a um, a few songs with uh, Sarah Martin, the, the primary female singer, taking lead. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then it has a couple of songs towards the back end of the record that are a little bit more upbeat and maybe even a little keyboardy. Wow. And so, and this one is kind of popular. It's kind of blowing up a little bit. And uh, thought that this one would be the one to play. Blow it up. So it's called uh, I Don't Know What You See in Me. A very Bell and Sebastian title. 
And this is a very Bell and Sebastian song, even though the arrangement might be a little unfamiliar, but I think you'll like it. It's next on HTWOW. <laughs> Did you listen to my breath? Cause it's something in the air And your love is all I need For your love is true indeed I've been looking, I've been looking down And I don't know what I'm thinking about You were standing right in front of me And it only took a moment to I don't know if it's enough I don't know what you see in me But I know I'm not about to give you up I don't know which way to be I don't know if it's enough I don't know what you see in me But I know I'm not about to give you up Did you listen to my breath? Cause there's something in the air And your love is all I need For your love is true There's a little arcade fire thing in there. There's a little something in there. Yeah, totally. But uh, it's good, though. 
I like it. I love the 80, the Juno, the crazy, um, <laughs> you know, the Europe uh, synthesizer. Oh, the final countdown. Yeah. <laughs> that synthesizer sound is hilarious. <laughs> it's great. I like that people aren't afraid of that anymore. Like, oh, we can't do that. And it's awesome. It's very powerful. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the whole record is worth listening to. I've listened to it all the way through um, maybe three times now, and it's grown on me every time. Is this another one of those, they threw like 30 songs on there? Or like, what do we got? No, I think, uh, let's see. Let's see. 11. 11 tracks. That's not bad. Nope. Three too many, but still fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna throw down an eight eight track record? Yeah, I'm going Fleetwood Mac. I don't know. I'm sure they put out more than that. People can't take a lot of stuff, Dave. They can only take about four songs at a time. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Larry. Things change. People man. don't people don't have the attention span they used to. Least kids. That's why we that's phones. why we put out ninety minute podcasts. Man. <laughs> Yeah, because people just like to sit around the old hi-fi and listen to us Everybody talk. Everybody gather around. Everyone gather around. Talking about, out. We're talking about Dave's alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are we even doing? I have a jam. Yeah? Do you know the band, the local natives? I do. Do you know more about them than I do? Uh, maybe barely. Okay. Could you tell me something about them? Because I like their new song, but I don't... I feel like you have played something of theirs. I have not, but I, you know... I probably saw them at a festival sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first record. So their first record, Gorilla Manor came out in 2010 um and then i i guess i've listened to some of their other stuff but really i think i only ever listened to the first one all the way through okay and uh yeah they're from la oh okay i didn't know if you even knew that yes no i did not But yeah, so they are they like one of these bands that there's a it's like a whole bunch of people from other bands, no. like the pornographer thing or or they're just a band. Yeah, they're a five piece. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't I don't think they have a bunch of cross pollination with other bands, but I could be wrong. No, I mean if it's not saying it, then it it ain't. But yeah, I, I have not listened to um, much of their catalog outside the first one. So, first one was in 2010. Then Hummingbird came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. Sunlit Youth came out in 2016, and Violet Street came out in 2019. And um, now we got a new jam. Yeah, they've put out a, um, I guess a couple EPs in the. Uh, interim since the last record but Mm -hmm. this is uh an actual uh new single it's pretty new yeah i mean it's uh 
it's I guess late 2022, but it's I, I assume from a forthcoming record that mm-hmm. we just don't even know about. Yeah, no one knows about it. It's hot. But they know about it. Like they know they're doing. They it. actually know about this okay. one, whereas Ivy didn't even know. Yeah, that makes sense. They recorded something. Okay. Well, um, uh, I mean, since neither of us really know that much about them, then maybe we should just play the jam. Yeah, let's play the jam. Instead of and, acting like we know what we're talking about and just talking in circles. L.A. band that's put out records since 2010. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Yeah, but they do have um, they do have a cool indie sound. They don't. I, I wouldn't lump them in with your like Cage the Elephants or um, uh, Clap Your Hands Say Yeah or No No. It's not especially Fleet this, Foxes. Yeah, there's no upstrokey on guitar-y thing. Yeah, they have yeah, their own thing going yeah, on. Yeah, you're gonna like this. This is um, it's cool. All right. It is called Just Before the Morning. Man. Just before the morning Starting another world You go Just before the morning Starting all over You go Always on your mind Soon as you awake Till you close your eyes 
How you feel? You know, that hit me with some Tahiti 80 vibes a little bit. And a little like they kind of got like a Tame Impala record and went for it a little bit. Yeah, the, yeah, the drum sound was very Tame Impala. And the let's go ahead and lo-fi the vocals and then kind of bring them back. You know, that kind of move. Mm-hmm. Still good. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I do not really remember much of what I've heard from them before. Mm-hmm. I remember liking that first record, and I remember that first record probably was when I was when I was heavy into blogging, bro. Yeah, I probably blogged about that first record. Man, you need to bring that back. No, it's too much work. For, you can blog for no no payoff whatsoever. Do people still blog? I guess. I don't like know. where. Uh, not about music, really, I don't think. I don't think that they call it that now. Do people call it blogging? No. Nah. I mean, like, you know, like Brooklyn Vegan started out as a blog, but now it's just a website. That's what I mean. Like, now it's more of like no, it's, just yeah, online just a, magazine. Yeah, it's just a music website. Okay. I, I never got to be that cool. I mean... I always hated the name. Vlog. Yeah. You know what's worse than blog? What's that? Vlog. Yeah. This is my vlog, uh, my video blog. Would you do that now instead? No, because I hate the sight of myself on camera. You need to get more into yourself. My nappy bald head. (laughs) Yeah. Where you're having to, do you know <laughs> how many falling out bald on people would be would have been so mad at you showing me your bald little tiny thing on your head right there? Uh, yeah, well, it's traumatic for like, me. Yeah, well, and it's, you're not you don't have balding, Dave. If I if I hit my uh, my soda goal weight, then I'll start vlogging. <laughs> hey guys, just mm. wanted to play you a jam. This is my favorite jam of the day. And I hope you guys like it. Smash that like button down there. Smash and, uh, that like, punch that like button. Send this to all your friends and tell them that uh, Gen X Davey, old waiver, has the best tunes for you every day. Man, my every jeans. Every day. My jeans are falling off me. Hey, do you do you feel pressure that it's worked for everyone else? But if you don't lose like 50 pounds... Then what's wrong with me? Then what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's pressure, dude. It's super pressure. Yeah. That'll make your hair fall out. Yeah. I mean, I did have a skinny marg tonight, so that's probably going to make me fail my way in this week. No, that's the thing with the skinny marg. It's in the title. It makes you It makes you skinny? skinny. Yeah. So maybe I need to have more. That's why I drink them all the time. That's a good point. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, technically, I'm not supposed to have any fruit juice at all. So even like some lime juice and a skinny marg, that is against my my plan. But don't tell anyone. I won't. But what were we talking about? Uh, local natives. Oh yeah. For I get. I give it uh, two thumbs up. Two I, thumbs up. For I uh, if if that's what whatever their next record's gonna sound like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say this, but for an L.A. band, (laughs) yes, because I'm always not for that. But they sound pretty cool. It's true. You know what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot that goes on. You know, 
I will say if if there's one thing that we can say about them that gives them a little bit more cred than your everyday LA band. What's that? That their first record, Gorilla Manor, it came out in the UK first. That's all. That's a good sign. It came out in the UK in tw- uh, 2009, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't released until 2010 in the US. It's like the uh, the. Did we play Wallows on the After Dark or on the last pod? Um, boy, that's a great question. Because they're an LA band that seemed to be doing better in the UK than even in America. Oh yeah, you did it on the After Dark because it was the specials. But yes, the Wallows was very good. I did add that to my mm-hmm. library. Because you told me they were LA, mm-hmm. and I thought they were UK band. Brit, yeah, Brit you, were, pop you, were, band. you were surprised to find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Because even though you're a, a music detective, it doesn't mean that you go very deep into what you find. I like to find the music and then learn nothing about the band. Because it keeps your your opinions pure. Exactly. And that's kind of that's my thing as a detective. Like say if I was fighting crimes, I want to know who did the crime, but I don't want to know anything about them. Right. You don't want to read their rap sheet and look at all the crimes they committed mm-hmm. before. You're ju- you're only worried about that crime. Yeah, I'm living in the moment. I don't want any prejudice against them. Yeah, it's always good to not have prejudice against them. I'm just saying. Don't you love that chime? I keep on feeling like you're about to... Uh, like I'm doing it. Yeah. That you slid it in there, but no. Nah. It's in the jam. It's in the jam. Mm. Well, we sure as heck thank you for being with us for H2O episode number 66. The January 2023 episode. And don't forget, you can win a brand new heavyweight vinyl reissue of this record from PositiveSpin.com, Positive with a Z. 30th edition. 30 year anniversary edition of Wish. <laughs> Double out? Yeah. It's a hot one, dude. I need to go to. Uh, I need to go to the track list again. Edge of the Deep Green Sea. Yeah. Maybe my. Edge of the Deep Green Sea. Easily top three pure song. It is definitely one of their best live songs. I mean, doing the unstuck is great. Trust is great. Letter to Elise is great. So good. Cut is great. The Wish Impossible Things is great. That whole back half of the record. Nothing but bangers. Yeah, it's funny because I, I really did think it was just uh, 
have gone completely caught <laughs> because it was the one directly after celebration. Yeah, and Friday I'm in Love is such a hit. But man, it's pretty diverse and it gets pretty dark at times. It really does. And once again, really recommend the DVD. The DVD. Very much with you. I'm sure you can just put it in the DVD right? player. Is that what everyone does? You just YouTube it? Probably. Yeah. Everything's on YouTube. So, uh, it's been real busy. We've had a lot of things going on. It's hard for us to uh, be super timely with the pod, but we're not going to be done any favors by the short month of February. But we got together. Yeah, we did get together this time. And, uh, we got spring break in March, but we're gonna get on track. We'll get, we'll get this thing cranked back up. We definitely appreciate our patrons who enjoy the after dark, and if you want to join the after dark sometime, you know, it'd be cool to have you. We have a good time. We do have a good time, and we play uh, a lot of stuff that could be on the pod, but just for whatever reason didn't quite make the cut. And uh, we always close it out with a guilty pleasure. So please join us on the After Dark if you are not a patron already. Um, And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for coming up here, Toby.